Alright guys, welcome to episode 60 of the Wavy New Yorker Podcast. I'm your boy Elijah Taylor. On the other side of the mic, I have the OG of podcasting, Big Bird of Staten Island, tallest motherfucker you know, Akil St. Louis. What's good, my guy? The official, official co-host of the Wavy New Yorker Podcast. Well, what up, everybody? <laughs> How you been holding up? How's uh, it been, a, been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a little, little bit. Um, Everything is... Everything is going going copacetically. Um, just a little update about the the Volkswagen. Um, oh shit! So, so the AC, I haven't had AC for about two years. So for those <laughs> who wild. haven't lived with those who haven't lived in New York, if you don't have AC in your car, you're a clown. And I'm a clown. You got leather seats too, right? Leather too. Clown. Straight clown move. So every time I just put my right leg in the in the car, what happened? You sweating you like so all, all the the eighties and the nineties people that listen to the podcast, you essentially you you know you sweating, but you sweating like Patrick Ewing before the game. So Patrick <laughs> used he used to warm up like forty five to an hour before the game, sweating profusely. So if I just put my my right foot in the car, I'm just drenched, Jeez. drenched. My my left arm looks all looks all black from having my arm all out. So Jeez. you know, so I was like, you know what? It's time, it's time. So I took it into the shop, <laughs> and then the the mechanic was like, "Oh, uh, your condenser is bent." So I was like, "How the hell is it bent?" <laughs> like, oh, it was, in, it was involved in a head-on head on collision. I'm like, oh hell, no! You didn't get the Carfax. <laughs> Yo, I got the Carfax. So what these <laughs> motherfuckers be doing is that they be deleting shit. So uh, you know, they got me with the Okie Doke. So I, so I called, I called up dude, and it took them like three days to get in contact with me, and and like he was like, all right, just you know, what you want me to do? I said, we mean what y'all want you to do. I had to pay. <laughs> X amount of money to to figure this shit out. So it's either you'll fix the shit, take it out, or do what y'all gotta do. So they're like, all right, we'll, we'll do it. So that's, that's just what it is. Like you know, this summer, like you and like everybody else, has been has been wax sauce. But I, I I looked on uh on the Twitter and I seen something about the uh you put a you put a halt to the to the revel motorcycles oh yeah yo let's talk about that let's talk about that and and let me say i'm taking credit for it i was probably one of many i'm sure i wasn't the only person that emailed uh you know our local officials shout outs to brooklyn borough president eric adams who's probably gonna be the future mayor of the city i'm gonna try and get eric adams on the pod one of these days because he's he's a cool dude he gets shit done and then i reached out to mayor de blasio and then alika sempre samuel who's my like councilwoman Councilwoman, yeah. So I don't know who actually did what. Chances is it was probably <laughs> Eric Adams because he seemed like he gets shit. Shout done. out, Eric Adams. But 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 to 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 to, to basically flash back to last Saturday, you know, it's peak of the summer. And I remember we had a whole episode about this Revel bike shit last summer when I first said, Yo, somebody's gonna die on this shit. Yeah, if somebody that. dies, everything's gonna change. So fast forward, young woman from CBS dies on the Revel bike. Early last mm. week, three days later, yeah. another guy on a rebel bike 
dies. You have two bodies. Not only that, but then you have all the other shits that aren't death but could lead to death. I'm driving down in Bushwick, dropping my girl home. You know, I get the red light. I'm going. Of course, you got a rebel bike. Flies past the red light. So (laughs) I'm like, yo, homeboy slams on his brakes to the point where, like, you know, when you slam on your brakes when you're speeding on these little moped scooters, it's going to eject you (laughs) and the momentum is going to have you go off the bike. So, you know, I had to swerve around homeboy. And I'm like, nah, I'm like, this is this is it. And, and And it's young kids that are on these Revel bikes, but it's like nah, like enough's enough. So, which is how, like, how is that? Like the, the young so, kids, because I know how they, they get it. No damn debit cards. So, so, so how did they get in that? So I, so before I sent the email, because you know I wanted to do a little investigative journalism, my my damn self, I downloaded the app, and before you can make an account, there's apparently a five dollar fee that you have to pay where they verify that you have a license, quote unquote. Now, my license, fuck out. Yeah, here. but. From someone who went to LA last year, the same little electric scooters and all of that, like Lime, Bird scooters, all of them shits, yes, they have the same requirement. Now, my girlfriend does not have a license. She does not have a permit. When she put in her ID and put in the number, it approved, and she was allowed to ride a bike this in the street a, without anything. They were, yeah, just, so, they were just wanted to see if it worked, and it worked. Yeah, so yeah, and it worked. So now I'm like, what's... So I'm like, what's to make, make what's to make sure that this isn't the same case, which I think it is. And then not only that, there's nothing from stopping you from grabbing your mom's card or your mom makes you an account. And then you go out there and get the bike. There's no verification. Like I said, the bikes are getting parked in the middle of the street, in the middle of like parking spots. So it's like there's nobody to verify whether you are who you say you are. You know, you're not picking up, picking it up from a central location or an outpost. So it's like, yo. Certain things, like, I get it. I'm all for, like, alternative transportation that, you know, like, doesn't require you going, you know, underground. It takes up less space than cars. I'm all cool for that. But, like, yo, at some point, we have to look at it and just say, yo, this shit isn't safe for the city. It ain't safe for the people around it. And it's just a bad idea. But glad. I'm glad they finally came to their senses. And and like I said, I I don't need it to be abolished. Like, you know, I don't need it abolished. I just need Revel to come with a plan that's safe and keeps the bikes out of the hands of for people that don't need it. Yeah, for all New Yorkers. Because, yo, I'm not the only one that's seen that shit, yo. I'm not the only one that almost killed somebody on the Revel. And I'm pretty sure there's Revel drivers driving in bike lanes. There's Revel drivers driving on the sidewalks. Revel drivers driving on the Brooklyn Bridge, like, on, on the pedestrian oh, side. So it was like, something had to be said or done. And, you know, there was no enforcement. So I'm glad something finally got done but yeah, rest in you know peace everybody to, everybody gonna say i'm a hater but rest in peace you know. to individuals that, that died it's rest crazy because you, you go to heaven he's like yo why are you here i died oh, on a rebel, rebel bike, bike. <laughs> oh yo that's the same thing that happened to me i got body no don't do it's it tough. Get off of that it's shit. trash it's trash and a lot of these kids don't wear helmets it's just it's a mess man but I would say, yo, I'd rather go to heaven and say, yo, I die, I got here for dying on a rebel bike than being that guy that died at the Trump rally for not wearing a mask. Oh man, yo, <laughs> you want to get on that? Let's get on that early. Pulpit, but you know what? I was. You get to him early. Yeah. You know what's funny? I didn't even know who he was until I saw you retweeted it, and I I just said, yo, let me monitor this. Like you know, you retweeted this. Shit. I said, let me monitor this. Then it said he got hospitalized, and I said, damn, homie, he's a dummy. That yo, he got he got hospitalized after the rally. So I was like, oh shit, like put two and two together. 
So I was like, I hope, I hope he didn't, you know, I hope he's not going to pass away. But I knew that he had, um, he had a stage four cancer. Yeah. Probably about, I think it was like maybe two years ago. He had stage four cancer. So I was like, I seen the picture. I was, I told my friend, I was like, look at these buffoons, black clowns, black buffoons going to, going to this, uh, to this rally, so then Tulsa rally. <laughs> so then, so then when um, so then when I seen him, you know the uh on uh he was tweeting like crazy. This He's is before, yeah. This is a little bit before the rally. He was tweeting. He was like, oh, uh, you know, it's a hoax. Blah 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 blah. I'm like, oh my god. I really <laughs> hope nothing happens to him. Boom. <laughs> Took that. He, he got he got bodied. Another one. I got bodied. Over and, over some stupid shit. All the you- worst part though is that his team is tweeting hot shit from his Twitter page the whole time, and I'm just what like, were they tweeting? They were just like, "Yo, they trying to make it seem like it's killing him. Like he's good. He's in great spirits. He's gonna be fine. We're, I'm doing fine. Like they're treating it as it's him. And then they're like, "Yeah, we're sorry to announce he's passed away." And I'm like, "Y'all niggas look like clowns." And it's never been no point to push awareness to say, yo, guys, let's take this serious. Guys, mask up. Now is not the time to be gathering. But instead, they double down on it so much, motherfucker actually ends up passing from from just his own ignorance. Yeah. Like, damn. I I just see, this is for everybody. I see ignorance mostly, mostly, mostly on Facebook. Facebook is like the enterprise for conspiracy theorists. Oh, and these are these are people that I've known since high school that are now full fledged conspiracy theorists. They went from the size 10x white tee, <laughs> the size 45 <laughs> pants, Jordans, the the cap that was a size eight. Don't care about politics. Don't care about all of that stuff now. You're a full fledged conspiracy theorist. They did that an expert, not yeah, expert. I, I had senior to expert conspiracy theorist. I had to take a sabbatical, like from Facebook, because there was this one, this one girl. She goes, she's yo, she, her her conspiracy theorists are wild crazy. I had to unfriend her. <laughs> wild crazy. Nah, you have to because it's a, it's maddening. It's maddening. Is a word. The, the the worst one. The worst one. She said. She goes. Oh. uh how do, how the celebrities and Democrats and mind you, this is a Spanish girl. How are celebrities and Democrats looking like Nina Sky? If anybody, <laughs> that's what she looks like. So like, wow. she's like, oh, they 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 they're living and they're not dying from it. But then, how did Herman King die? Are you serious? Yeah. Like what what's what, like what's happening? <laughs> that's all. People are oblivious. This is and not a like, joke, man. Yeah, yo, my thing is, yo, if you told me back in March we'd be in August and shit would still be this bad, I'd be like, nah, 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 nah. Even even Trumpito isn't that incompetent. Like maybe he's not that. Maybe even he's not that incompetent. And then I just I I look back at it now and I'm like, yo, I'm so naive. I was so naive. All of them. All of them are naive. All of them are idiots. They don't know what the hell they're saying. Just saying, it's just crazy. It's a fuckery, and it's just crazy because uh, it's like now it's like yo, now you talk about maybe we should delay the election, but at the same time, at the same time, yo, Good y'all try. little niggas, y'all Good little try. niggas, y'all little niggas, y'all gotta go back to school though. 
Y'all need y'all niggas back in the classroom. Because it's too dangerous to go vote. But for y'all niggas to sit in class next to hundreds of motherfuckers you don't know every day, that's fine. But voting now, nigga. Because I ain't going to lie, yo, if you got to vote right now, it's not looking good for me right now. It's not looking good for me right now. You good try. Me? Good effort. Yo, Fuck Trump, yo, you are, you are hurt. He a clown. My, He's a clown. My man, my man really said, <laughs> my man yo. really said, oh, uh, oh, we should delay the, who do you think you are? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's all my nigga. Like, you ain't got that much power. I don't know who you, I don't know who told you what you that, can and cannot just, do. You can't do that shit. I'm sorry. It just tells you every day that this guy, he has no idea what the executive branches are. None. Yeah. Oh, no, none. Clue. He no has clue. no, no idea. No idea. He doesn't real. He doesn't realize that he doesn't. Ha- he's not a king. This is not a monarchy. Yo, he he doesn't think he's a king. He doesn't have control over who delays. It, it has to go through the House. It has to go through the Senate. It has to go through the Congress. And then once once that happens, then he could sign off on that. But they would. The House would never approve that shit ever. Yeah, it makes no sense. We went. Yo, my thing whole, is, this <laughs> is crazy. Like, yo, we either go vote or you're going to mail it in. You got two options. Yo, my ass, yo, you know me. I ain't trying to get COVID. My ass will be out there. I will vote I'll in be person. out there. I'll I will vote outside. in person. I will I vote wait in person. two hours. If that's what kills me, if I got to die voting your ass out of office, fuck it. You just know yo, you the, it. was a life. It was a life well lived, yo. But, nigga, bro, I will be outside. It's the same thing. Like, when I was in Queens, like, when I was living in Queens, I didn't want to go all the way back to the island. So, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it out here in Queens. So I did the absentee ballot and I had to wait three, four hours. That was the best three, four hours I've ever did. And the reason mm-hmm. why is that I felt good afterwards. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, I know I did a, 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 a service instead of a disservice to, you know, to my fellow comrades. But we just got to we just got to really focus on trying to get out of this this COVID-19. And it's every man, every man for himself, because obviously the government doesn't give a fuck about us. That's just, that's yeah, just they don't give a bad test. And, yeah, it is what it is. Like I said, like, things will get better. Uh, my logic is, yo, just stay around for things to get better, yeah, at this point. Don't do dumb shit, yeah. Like, I just been, you know, for me personally, I've been chilling. I haven't really been, um, I haven't been fucking with nobody. Like, you could, you could ask anybody that know me. Jonathan, I told Jonathan, I will not see you till there's a vaccine, Papa. Woo. Jonathan's my mans, but, yo. We talk on Xbox, we text, we homies, ain't nothing changed. We not, yo, we, we can't be outside. It's just, you know, it's just nice out. And, you know, everybody going to live the life they live. Like I said, it's funny how as I spread awareness from text, from about the testing, so many people will hit me up after they've done some wild shit and be like, yo, you know where I could go get tested at? I'd be like, yeah, yeah, bro. I got you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's always like two to three days. I don't know if niggas woke up with the sniffles or some shit. They're like, oh, shit. I'd be like, yo, bro, just call this number, schedule an appointment, get it done, bro. <laughs> That's it. You ain't got to tell me your results. You ain't got to tell me nothing. That's between you and the doctor. But, Damn. you know, do your do your due service to the community. People people are starting to get tested. And I would say more than likely, most times than not, most people come out with negative results. But, you know, people be out here. Yeah, I be seeing people wilding. I be seeing people go out every weekend, partying every weekend with, like, hundreds, two hundreds of people. And I'm just like, yo... Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it honest with you. There's gonna be a surge, and you kind of slightly start to see it now, even in New York and other surrounding states. Jersey's getting, Jersey's yeah, Jersey's rising. getting bad. And but, but it's like you see it happening though. You see the people, you know, out 
in big ass groups in people's backyards, people out here at the beach clubs, you know, you see people renting yachts with a bunch of people on it, people having boat parties, you seeing people like, you know, like y'all doing the most and it's it's okay. I, I get it, yo. Like people, if this is what you have to do to enjoy your life, that's fine. But yo, what I don't want to hear and I will not feel any pity for anybody is yo, two years down, yo, I can't breathe because I had COVID. Oh, my lungs is bad. Oh, I gotta go to a car. I gotta go to a, a pulmonologist every month because my lungs, I have, you know, everlasting lung damage. That was on you. Like the only people I feel bad for is people that caught it because they had to go to work and they had to work with sick people. Like those motherfuckers, I feel bad for them. But the people that's out here, like, you know, doing the most for no reason, that's on you, bro. And I, like, like I said, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I see. You've been I, educated. I, I ain't gonna say the name, but I see somebody had like a, a cookout and was promoting selling food i've seen it all um you could you could pay on venmo you could pay on cash app zelle whatever or, Yo, you know come come through buy buy some food you know you know what i'm talking about and it's just yeah. it's like yo son i really what, trying to do this this year what oh, kills yeah, me sure. is people will do these events to be like, oh, make sure you bring your mask. And then you will look at the videos and ain't nobody got a fucking mask on. And it's mm. like, why are you saying mask? Make sure you bring a mask. Like, you think this going to make you not like liable if you get sued in a court of law? Like, bro, come on. It's, it's just, it, it's crazy. But it's like, yo, at this point, yo, I'm just like, yo, y'all do whatever y'all want. Like I said, when I'm in the hood, yo, I always wear my mask. And like what I've noticed, even when I went, I went to the Hudson Valley for hiking the other day on Thursday. People upstate, people, people that even got a little bit of money, a little bit of common sense, they yo, they mask up, they do their shit. There's a it's reason they don't have there's some hiking trails near like West Point and shit, you know, a bunch of trees okay. in nature. And you feel me? If there's anybody that probably didn't need to mask up as much as like the city people, it'd be the upstate folks. They still mask up. They still, mm. you know, keep their distance. So it's like it's just really a mentality thing. And it's like, yo, you can't change people's mentality. Some people are not able to adapt. They feel like they've been doing one thing one way their whole life. They're going to keep doing it. They're going to stay doing that. And, yo, if it kills them, it kills them. But, yo. That's on them. I could give, I could give two fucks at this point, man. But. That is, that is on them. To, 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 to transition slightly, man. So, I think this is a good. The past two weeks, we finally starting to see we getting our sports back. And I think, like, it. for me. For me, this is mad interesting because it's like two separate tests. It's like two separate experiments running parallel to each other. We got MLB on one side who, for no reason, I, it really makes no sense to me why they had that long dispute to start. And then they start with this whack-ass protocol. So they start, you know, they, their logic is, yo, we're going to play in empty stadiums. Y'all going to travel around. We're going to have all, extended rosters. We're going to test y'all. Game. Yeah, and it's like, oh, we have this protocol in place to where, you know, if the virus gets out loose, we'll be able to control it. And then it's like, I don't take shit they say with no more than a grain of salt. Because I remember a couple weeks ago when they were arguing, it was like, yo, it doesn't look like the season's going to happen. Then they're like, yo, the season's going to happen. Then they're like, oh, we got a protocol in place. Now, as of yesterday, the nigga's like, yo, if we keep getting positive tests like this, we're going to have no choice but to cancel the season. But that was all. that was all because of... Well, Manfred was the one that said that he does, he doubts. Well, he first, well, let me go back. He first said, oh, we're going to have a season. And then afterwards, he said he's going to doubt. He doubts that there will be a season. That's where he messed up on. Yeah. So when he said that, 
and then Tony Clark, who is uh, the the MLB Players right. Union president, yeah, he goes, <clears throat> "Oh, I'm gonna have a meal with Manfred. We're gonna have a season. We want to have a season. We're gonna have different types of, you know, guidelines and stuff like that that has to be in place in order to have a season." Yeah, he's that. It sounded good. <laughs> they put out. They put out a report. They put out this hundred plus a hundred page report in May, and I I read a yeah. little bit of it. Yeah, but then none of those protocols and none of those guidelines have been put in place. Yeah. So then now you have Manfred is now they're doing blame game. Manfred is like, oh Tony Clark, if you don't, you know, what I'm saying if you don't, uh, you know, really enforce these guidelines, I'm gonna cancel the season. So it's just like, and then Tony Clark is like, oh, uh, you know, you're the reason. So it's like all oh, this blame, blame game. game. Nobody thing. wants to be. Yeah, nobody wants to take accountability. But Fauci, <laughs> Fauci was the first one that said, he said, the only reason, the only way that teams can play is based on the fact that it has to be contained in one isolated area and no traveling. So baseball. Yeah, the traveling is the biggest there. thing. Yeah. And that's the thing. Motherfuckers are getting on planes. And this is why I find all the people that travel. Like, like, like all no my pandemic is going on. Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy. like this. Yo, literally, if one of you motherfuckers have the virus and you get on a plane, guess what? You share and recycle the air with this motherfucker for up to five hours on a plane, on a plane, or on a bus. So I'm just like, yo, what are we doing? Like, and it's just like, hey, like, oh, baseball's too big to bubble. I'm tired of the excuses, like, oh, we can't. Have you tried? Oh, if you God. haven't tried, if you haven't tried, I don't want to hear it. Unable to do. Like, yo, people are so like, oh, it won't work for football. It won't. Have you sat down and said, yo, let's figure this out? You know nope. what I'm saying? And what kills me is, right, they make all these little bullshit guidelines and protocols. What I realize about these bullshit guidelines and protocols is these bullshit guidelines and protocols are created by businessmen, by lawyers, but not really a lot of epidemiologists that have, like, actual knowledge of this disease and how to actually manage it best in a, in a, in a, in a, in a sports thing. They're just like, oh, well, you know, outside transmission is low. Well, outside transmission is one thing, but Who you said that? be in the locker room with these niggas. Oh You're on God. the plane with these niggas. You're on the bus with these niggas. Yeah, hanging out. And, and you know what I mean? And it's just, yo, it's just Damn. crazy. So you have that MOB shit, and it's just like, what are we doing? So baseball's been around for well, it's been about ten days. Baseball season's almost done. <laughs> it's almost canceled. They well, Man- Manfred said that he he's really leaning on canceling it, which yeah. is which is sad because all they had to do was follow what the CDC and the WHO and other sports governing bodies were doing. Like for yeah. one one good example would be the NBA. You see, the NBA even like I don't have to go to NBA. I could go to TBT, which is yeah, not even. TBT- which is a third-party organization. <laughs> me and you can run the TBT. The TBT is some shit me, you, and Mike Toro can set up right now and be like, yo, let's do this. And we'd and, be good. And the and TBT got it right. Not one not one player. They did it for what, two weeks, three weeks. Not yeah. one player tested positive. TBT. Come on, MLB. That's <laughs> oh, sad. It's really sad. Yeah. NHL got it right. NBA got it right. Like, uh, football, I don't, I doubt it's gonna happen. But and I don't know. football following in MLB's footsteps, and they don't want to. And I just laugh because from from the beginning of this outbreak, we're like, well, the good news is the M- the NFL has time; they're gonna be able to figure this out. We're gonna have a football season because they have it till September. 
Y'all been sitting around twiddling your thumbs, not doing shit. That has not been no like, you know what I'm saying? There needed to be a whole bunch of ideas laid out where we could kind of talk about it and say, all right, here's scenario one, scenario two, two. scenario three, scenario four. Because we don't know what we don't know what America is going to look like in in September, but we could plan out. Okay, oh, okay. if it looks like we do this, if it looks like that, we do that. And I'm like, yo, like you guys get paid millions of dollars to do this shit. That's what I'm saying. You guys get millions of dollars to be logistical planners and plan from different types of scenarios. You're a multi, probably billion, trillion dollar organization. Yeah, can't have figure the out the most simplest thing. It's That's simple. It. It's simple. It's not that difficult. And it's just like to me, it's like the ML, the NFL is destined to fail unless they take a drastic approach. But I'm looking at it right now today. As we record this podcast, it is August 1st. The first kickoff is September 6th. We have a little less than 36 days. Motherfuckers have not even started training camp, Akil. They have not started training camp. They have not started training camp. Why do we think it's going to be a season? And I'm I'm just waiting... I'm just waiting for Russell, uh, Russell Wilson to say, oh, you know, I got a, you know, I, I got, got a baby. My, um, yep. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. When he opts I, I out, can't wait. they're in trouble. <laughs> they're in trouble. When you start having quarterbacks start opting out, you're in trouble. And it's like, I get it from the athlete standpoint. A lot of them are just so competitive that they want to win. They want to play. But it's like, yo, you got to make it make sense. I, I just look at it. And like I said, I look at the NBA bubble idea, and I always give we always give props to the NBA because they've always just had a track record of always doing shit the right way. And I don't like to give them the benefit of the doubt, but yo, plain and simple, yo, this shit looks like it makes sense. And literally, you know, they they created this bubble. They had all this like actual actionable protocols, not just guidelines. Because guidelines, you could give someone a guideline, like here's a guideline of how to get faster and gain muscle mass. If you don't actually have procedures in place to make sure that those guidelines are actually adhered to and forced to be followed, they will not be followed. And it's like, bro, like I don't understand how the NFL expects them. If baseball's not gonna work, the NFL is doomed. That's all I'm gonna say. You're the most COVID high-risk sport that there could be. Like, if you had a chart that started from a yellow to red, they're bright red. Like, yo, (laughs) football, you spread in corona, whether it's inside, outside. And a lot of you motherfuckers play play in closed-roof stadiums, so I don't want to hear that open-air flow shit. Like, it's it's, it's problematic, yo. I like that the the NBA, like, there's – so the NBA has an app. So, obviously, the people – everybody that's watched the scrimmages and up to, you know, yesterday and Thursday and stuff like that, yeah, but you could. There's there's fans. It's like a virtual like fans chairing on the, on the side. Yeah, like you could so, tap the chair. That, that exactly. Like, so you have yeah. the app. So you could you could tap you could tap the the chair button, and it, it will start doing the chair from wherever you at in the world. Also, what the NBA did is that, which I found out yesterday, is that remember I like all the players were like fishing and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So NBA and Disney work together. And they put fish in the water. Oh, that was, by that was Disney World. That oh, was they put those fish in there. Yeah, the NBA bought <laughs> fish, like thousands of fish, and just. Oh, put I thought them in these the water. niggas were just nice, so they just no, no, there. they're not just nice. That's what I thought too. <laughs> That's what Mark Mark Jackson, because I was watching the game. Mark Jackson, they were talking about it. When wow. Mark Jackson goes, oh, I thought they were, you know, I thought they were good. They were good fishers. He was, and then uh, I think Mike Green was like, no, the NBA. And Disney worked together, and they put all those bait, those those fish in the water. 
that's how deep it went with the NBA. That's how much yeah. they cared about the, the, the player's safety. The players that we want to create an environment where it feels like you're not you're not far from home, where you could do every little aspect that you do, you know, home, but you could do it here in the bubble. That's what they did. They they have a barbershop. They have all these different I mean, types of and things looks, that and, and, and I guarantee you people are enjoying their time there. Like I'm pretty sure people miss their families. But for the people there, they're like, yo, honestly, like, yo, this is probably a once in a lifetime opportunity. I'm never gonna have to probably do this again, God willing. And even if I do, at least I know what it is. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just seems like everybody in there for the most part's having fun. They're not, you know, at some slave concentration camp, you know, eating <laughs> dog shit food. Like, you know, it's pretty much good, with the exception of getting, you know, the cute tip up your nose every day and it's not that bad. But, you know it's only 10 seconds so you know yeah man it yeah just, it just it reminds me of my boy uh my boy sweet lou yeah i i, I love you sweet lou man but <laughs> Shout you, out to you. yeah you, you you did some dumb shit man nah that he knows. didn't um it's it's funny because when that whole incident happened Lou Williams and we let's talk about that now for those of you that don't know Lou Williams he had an excused absence to leave the NBA bubble and um funeral 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 so he went to the funeral but I guess he's from Atlanta he went in Atlanta and long story short he got caught at Magic City (laughs) and according to him he was just there for the wings now I saw this morning there's a report that somebody said he was out there. He tipped her like five hundred dollars at night. So clearly, <laughs> clearly there was some money being exchanged. Uh, but to, to be to no be brutally honest, from what I've heard when I went to Atlanta, people say the food there is actually like world class. Like there, there are people there are people that go to these places oh, for the food. Man. And that's not just in Atlanta. I've heard that in DC at Stadium. I heard the food is world class. Like if you go on <laughs> Yelp. If you go on Yelp and you look at the views, there's people that say these things. It's not just not heard it. People are there people that are adamant wing connoisseurs that say yo I'm a wing connoisseur, so I, I, I love gotta, me some wings. I gotta, I gotta go. try to. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make it. A, I'm gonna, when when all this settles down and I get my COVID vaccine, I'm gonna make a trip out there. I gotta see what the hype's about, and we could get this. We could get this addressed once and for all. My man, my man, uh, Jack Hollow, which I what's his name, Harlow or Hollow? Harlow, the white guy. I don't really know him like that. I didn't. Guys. I didn't even know he was white. That's number one. <laughs> <laughs> and then number two, he goes. He goes. Oh. I, I miss him, you know. That's why I posted that picture. No, stop it. Stop lying. He was nobody's wearing masks. Nobody's he was wearing masks. He's like, oh, look, it's for Will. You know how he is. And he's no, like, my boy shit. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> yeah, he, he he did the D'Angelo Russell to him. Remember when him and yeah, Nick- uh, and, Nick- <laughs> and Swaggy P. <laughs> Oh yeah. man! Yo. Yeah, if he was a player, yo, that would have been the end of his career. He would have been blackballed. But I think Lou got, I think Lou got like two girls or something like that. Yeah, he has two girlfriends. Lou's always been a mixy guy. That's why it's like, yo, you know what? NBA did what they had to do. Give him that ten day mandatory quarantine. Make sure he tests negative <laughs> every day. Then it's like, all right, nigga, you ain't going back out. Ain't nobody getting the fuck out to until playoffs start. So yeah, but it's just a good. It's just a good back to the bubble. It's just such a great setup and. You know, all these teams keep saying, oh, we're too big to have a bubble. Oh, we're too big to have this. And it's it's like, so MLB, like, all right, MLB, I'm at the point where MLB is probably not able to get saved. It's too late in the game. It's August. Yeah, it's and all late, of that man. bullshit they did is going to come Take back. All that shit they did is going to come back to bite them all in the end because they dragged their feet. 
Then they came out with a half-ass plan, and then it, it, it burned in their face. So y'all going to take the L. Y'all not going to get no money. Y'all going to sit back at home. MLB is going to go back down to the shit that it was, and it's going to fall down in popularity because y'all wasted a very important moment y'all could have had. But whatever. But now NFL now. NFL is the the girl at the party where, yo, you was about to come into the club. You just saw the girl in front of you get decked in the face. Now, you can either walk into that club and get decked in the face, too, or you can say, yo, let me plan how I'm going to approach this. Now, they keep saying, oh, we can't bubble, we can't bubble, we can't bubble, we can't bubble, we can't bubble. My thing is this. You don't need to necessarily put everybody in the same bubble. Not only that, but you have to have some scenario. Like, to me, the biggest key with COVID-19 and the way you control people from not contracting the disease is you keep them from going out. You don't let them go back into their real lives. Because in reality, there's people who just don't care. People want to turn up people you know some people's definition of safe is yo i was only turning up with 100 people whereas somebody's definition of safe is yo nigga i've been in my house eating takeout and i've had no con i've had no you know contact with no anybody contact with nobody. so if i'm the nfl you have to have an, an environment where at the very least you have bubble sites maybe where you know you set up maybe five six bubble sites you know where people come wh- whatever you got to do like i said like, I was listening to Marquise Goodwin on, uh, I think he was on one of them ESPN shows. He might have been yeah, he on. Um, yeah, he might have been on first take. And he was just like, you know, like, for those of you I don't know, Marquise Goodwin was a former University of Texas long jumper. I think he made the Olympic really team good. back he in London, maybe yep. in London 2012. And he was yeah, just he like, yo, honestly, like, if we could have an Olympic village for the Olympics, why wouldn't we be able to have a NFL village for NFL players? And I would like to assume that the amount of people and personnel in the NFL would be about the same, if not less than the amount of people in an Olympic village, adding the coaches, the trainers, the coach, the players, the athletes, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, why can't we set this up? Even if we didn't set it up for everybody, why can't we have satellite sites? Like, I think boy, like six, what was it? Six or seven Patriots. Oh yeah, out. and they were so OG Patriots too. Like, so I'm like, know, so in my head, Hightower, I'm, yeah, yeah like the starters. So yeah. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yo, this <laughs> they know Belichick got no Belichick got something up his sleeve. He, he probably he, like, yo, this he, season's not gonna happen. So let me get these niggas out. I get their money off the cap, <laughs> and yeah. I can do some next shit. And now, yeah. and, and I think as 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 many games that they lose, they want to. He wants to get. He got his eyes on Trevor Lawrence. Probably, probably, probably. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what he does. But it's just like you can't get Trevor Lawrence if the season don't finish. Like I don't see this season finishing. I can see it's easy to start. People don't understand. It's so easy to start something. To finish something is a whole nother beast. And it's just, like I said, like you have to find a way where you could keep the players into confinements where you could either, you know, keep them at the facility. Whether you need to set up, you know. A mobile trailers i don't fucking know figure it out whether you got to have a local hotel within a mile of the fucking facility and they unlock that like you have to figure it out a way where these niggas are stuck in a bubble whether it's you know because it's it's just you know and it, and it can be done but what i hate is that everybody keeps saying oh it's too hard it's too hard it's too hard well you know what's not hard catching covid <laughs> You know what's not hard? Spreading COVID nineteen. So you either gonna have to outthink the virus, or the virus is gonna outthink you. Like that's just what it is. And then, and, and Mr. Emirate, you know who I'm talking about, Emirate, Mr. Emirate from the NCAA president. Oh my God, who's I'm gonna who, get out of college in a little bit. I love, right now. Yo, I lo- I love how they have who, who they preach student athlete, student athlete, amateurism, oh and all that stuff. 
I love it. But then when we have a whole pandemic going on and schools like the SEC, the Big Ten, Big 12, and so forth, mm-hmm. ACC and all of them, they still want to have a season, but it's an in-conference season. So Yo, is it is it all is it about the student athlete? It was or never about is it about the student athlete's safety? Because it's, it's evident more and more what you see now is that they care about mostly the 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 big business, the money, what they can what they're gonna get from it. It's not about the kids. It's never it's been never about been the, about the kids. Never ever. been about the kids. It's never been about the kids. And what kills me and I it what what kills me about this shit and I I, I feel bad and I wish kinda like that you know the athletes were some way somehow able to like uh, unionize in some type of way. This was the best opportunity if the athletes ever wanted to finally try and get paid for college football and basketball athletes. And when I say those sports, the revenue generating athletes. This is this was their one and only opportunity because right now these athletes hold all the leverage. Like you've seen the after effects of COVID nineteen for just missing March Madness and half a season. They said, "Yo." We're going to cut all our other non-necessary programs. We're going to cut funding. We're going to cut budgets. And you've seen that. You've seen it all along. And now mm-hmm. what that basically means is you guys was making so much money to put in the pockets of these commissioners, these uh, ADs, these associate ADs, these coaches, and y'all haven't gotten a dime, bro. So imagine that. Dime. Imagine that, that the NCAA does not have enough money saved in a reserve account to, res- to 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 withstand one catastrophic, you know, national disaster. They they, they, they have it. They just they just it's all like I said. It's, it's all about the money. It's insane. It's and now you're like, the oh, they don't care have, about anything else. We're gonna have only conference only uh, uh schedules. Like, what the fuck does that do, nigga? If <laughs> I play in the SEC, I means I'm playing in COVID hotspot cities. Uh, I gotta play LSU, COVID hotspot. I gotta play Alabama. Got again, I'm playing. Hotspot. I got to get on a plane. I got to go to Florida, COVID hotspot. Are you crazy? And and, and what kills me is, right, these same universities are going to be allowing, and in a couple weeks, they're going to be allowing kids to come back on campus and have school. And they're like, oh, we have protocol. If the protocol doesn't work at the MLB level with less people, what makes you think it's going to work with college freshmen the that protocol say, yo, is, is stupid. It's trash. And you, these kids their whole life have seen, oh, I'm going to go to college, college to turn up. Oh, yo, I came to freaking University of Miami. I ain't come to University of Miami to learn about humanities. Niggas went to University of Miami to turn up. <laughs> That's just what it Crazy. is. And they're going to see these old football niggas. And be like, hey, Jay, hey, do you want to come to the little party we're having? Oh, uh, I don't know. It's against protocol. Nah, ain't nobody gonna find out. Pull up, man. Veronica's gonna be there from our English class. She says she's into you. Oh, all right, I bet. Can I bring my man's? Yeah. Outbreak. Like it's in it's inevitable, yo. And it's like the fact that nobody's there to kind of intervene and just say, yo, no, we're shutting this down. Like this isn't happening. It's crazy. And I just don't get it. I don't get it. And I like I said, it's that you will never they're, they're, Yeah, they're preying on the fact that these guys are young. They think they're invincible. A lot of them have these hoop dreams, these aspirations of making the NFL. A lot of them just want to play college football. You know what I mean? But they're not educating them on the whole risk. And what kills me is you making these kids sign waivers. So you're telling me you can't even guarantee their their safety or their monetary value in case they do fall down with the virus and they are, mm-hmm. like, you know, sick. If, and let's say they die. Do their families get a check? Do they get paid? Do their families get taken care of? It's it's so fucking sick. 
the way that this country values money over kids. Because I don't care what they say. You can say these kids are 18, 19, 20 in college. They're kids. They're kids. And you value money over the well-being of kids, of college kids. That's it's what that but but it it goes to show you that this it's a bigger it's a bigger picture too because mm-hmm. like you got you got the public schools and the catholic schools and the private schools and you know the people in government want the schools to open and and yeah. stuff like that but then you know you're forcing it and then the schools are making these protocols sending it to sending it to parents like parents are gonna some parents are gonna say oh you know yeah these protocols are gonna work no it's not yeah. it's not they're kids kids, they're kids are not gonna buy kids don't abide kids didn't abide abide by things before coronavirus you think kids are gonna abide by things now as a coronavirus they don't give a flying rat's ass about any of that <laughs> shit they're gonna be in each other's face they're gonna be kissing each other in the mouth they're gonna be doing all that shit that's how that's how flus be passing around in the schools. I used to I I got the I got cold. I used to get the cold and flu and all that just Yo, because of the damn when kids. I, when I was at LIU, I've been sick more. You gotta ask my mom. I've I've been sick more then in college than I've been ever in my life. Cause yo, there's so many things you share. You share the cafeteria. You share, you know, the forks. Who knows if they clean the fucking forks enough? You know, you share the elevator with niggas you don't know. You share seats and in classrooms with niggas you don't know. So you would get sick multiple times, and it that's just the nature of college. It's yeah. shit. College is meant to spread disease. It's not safe for like none of like that's why i just think the fact that any college is not even like strongly considering online learning for at least next semester it's insane to me and it's like yo come on like when are we gonna when do we when when do you think we're gonna pull the plug out of college football week three or week four like i don't see i say week one (laughs) one. like it's insane yo. i say week one i didn't say it's insane Oh man, it's so like funny. what's gonna happen? Somebody's gonna get sick. Somebody's gonna die. It's gonna be like, oh, and we're gonna, we're gonna start kneeling. Old uh, Jay Sean Tyreek, uh, <laughs> Clemson University. He passed oh, from COVID nineteen. The moment of silence for Jay Sean Tyreek. They're gonna. They just. They just like yo, your boy, your boy Trumpito got one hundred and fifty thousand people's lives on his hands, dead on his blood. head, and counting yes. and counting. So, so yeah, he don't give and he don't give a he don't give a fuck. So he what? Give so a fuck. You don't you think these people these white people care? <laughs> it's sick, yo, it's sick. Love these white what people. Kills me, what kills me is these motherfuckers is like, yeah, we're only gonna have fifty thousand fans at Kyle Field at Texas A and <laughs> Like, are you fucking stupid, nigga? Texas is an outbreak. Not only that, you're gonna have fans. The fact that you're even thinking about fans lets me know you only it's thinking all, about money. You only it's all about money. money. It's all about their money. It's sick, yo. And I'm like, yo, if I was a college athlete right now, and like I said, like I ran track, so that's not, you know, I probably still would not be competing. But if I was a football player and I known what my worth is and what I'm doing for this city, the fact that I'm seeing that these universities are so scared over losing football that they're gonna push me out there, I would say, yo. Before I do anything, I need a check. Let's get down right now. We're not getting paid. I would literally unionize every player and say, yo, we don't say nothing. Week one, we don't show up. Nobody shows up. What's going to happen? Because guess what? They can't sue me. They can't sue me because they don't pay me. They can't do anything. They can't do shit. They're going to take my scholarship away. All right, whatever. We're in a pandemic. It's all good. But if they all said, yo, we're not going to show up and we're not going to show up to the game, guess what? 
all of a sudden, SEC owes CBS money. All of a sudden, ACC owes NBC money. Then all of a sudden, like, all right, we got to we gotta pay our broadcast partners. We got to pull out a product for our broadcast partners. Okay, guys, we're going to figure out how to pay you. How about we give you guys only $50,000? No, how about more? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the players have the power, but the fact that they aren't, like, united and they don't have any representation, they don't have any type of you know, organizational unionization, they'll never be able to actually overthrow what the NCAA has been for them. And it's, it's fucked up. It's fucked yep. up. It's crazy, but man. We'll see what happens, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. COVID is bad. And when you think shit couldn't get any worse, man, they're, um, I think this is the last week. Yesterday is the last day. They're cutting at $600 a, a week shit. Yeah, they're they're people on unemployment. I heard, yeah, I heard the Republicans trying to get people 200. I mean, I don't collect it, but you know my my little sister's been getting it, and you know she appreciates it. I mean, she's been using it to pay off some student loans. It wasn't like she was really working like that before, but you know, they, they, I ain't gonna lie, they have been throwing a lot of money. But there are people that need that shit. But it's like two hundred, like <laughs> I, yeah, I I just two hundred is nothing. Two hundred is beast, and it's like yo, my biggest thing is why can't we figure out why? First of all, it's like. We guys gonna get the people dog shit, right? But then when it's like these these billion dollar corporations, we bail them out without any issue. Like, nah, we gotta save the economy. You gotta save the economy. All these corporations are getting go. We're getting these PPP loans and and all, all that. Like, but, they, but then you see like rest in peace, Malane's Malane's uh closed the one in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, rest in peace, two hundred and fifth, the uh the bar on Fifth Sports Avenue. Bar, they, yeah, yeah, I heard they closed. So yeah. like more more and more restaurants are closing because they because of rent is so extremely high, so yeah. it's, it's a it's sort of helping out these businesses that you know are in the community part of the community yeah. part of the community you they're closing, but then you're giving monies to people like like homeboy in Florida who bought Tom Brady which doesn't surprise which doesn't surprise me because Florida's Florida, but he oh, bought a, got a the Lambo. Lamborghini yeah it's, it's just it just it just doesn't make sense. And that's the thing is, it's like, yo, y'all need to have an actual system. And this, and what I've learned from all of this is the federal government, all these big ass organizations, you don't have to be smart to run these shits. You don't have to be smart to run in Congress. You don't have to be smart or competent to run or be president of the state. You just have to be lucky. You got to know the right people and you got to take advantage of whatever opportunities are given to you. But like, to me, there's no reason you're able to give out all that money, but then there's people that need it that aren't getting enough. Like, my thing is, is a $600 blanket flat fee good for everybody? Probably not, but y'all need to find a way to assess who needs it and who doesn't. The little crackhead that's buying bottles of Don Julio, whatever, 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 he probably don't need that $600. i am going to keep it a buck. But for the niggas that's at home, you know, people that have three kids, single mom with three kids, like, you know what I mean? Like, Figure it out. Whether you got to up niggas' food stamps so niggas could buy food and say, all right, we're not going to give you, you know, this. We'll give you $400 on the EBT card to hold you over. Then do it. But, like, this shit right now that y'all doing, it's like, come on. 200 ain't cutting. But y'all got to cutting. And, and, and please, by August 28th, when I don't have a job, I hope that we get more than $200. So, shit. Let's, let's see. It's crazy, see. man. It's crazy, but I just suggest everybody stay your chicken if you can. And it is what it is, man. It is what you it is. You got a thousand dollars? That's good. Keep saving it. Keep melting it. Thousand dollars is 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 still something. It's sufficient. So keep keep moving. Keep working. Keep doing what you got to do. That's all that matters. Yeah, man. But uh, I got the last couple of topics we got, and this is what I woke up to. 
see what Apparently, we got. starting today, Trump is trying to get rid of TikTok and Oh boy. I'm an anti TikToker. <laughs> I am anti TikTok. But but, but the so thing about crazy. it is that it's not it's this is not priority. North Korea. Yeah, and not only that, but this isn't a priority. It's not a priority, yeah. It's not a priority. And I laugh because it's like, oh, TikTok. Like, I guess on the back end, and I, this is why I never got it. I heard, like, you know, China has your information, and they're going to be able to use it, your data. But the funny thing about that is when you really look at it and you look at all these apps, all these motherfuckers have our data and use it illegally. And with number one culprit, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, who's been using our data for years, years. so can't so can't so cancel facebook them and, and, and what kills me is right it cancel facebook exactly and what kills me is facebook is out here doing this this fucked up shit now facebook out here trying to fucking and a lot of people may not notice i'm gonna put a lot of y'all on game facebook is out here basically because as y'all know facebook owns instagram instagram's trying to make their own bullshit knockoff of TikTok, which is supposedly going to be called Reels, they're going to roll that product out like next month. And what I was listening to the other day is basically that Instagram, well, basically Facebook are trying to pay influencers that had like popular videos on TikTok and say, hey, how about Come you here. make exclusive content for us? Exactly. So they're trying to buy away the influencers of TikTok to come to their platform. Yo, open up your third eye, man. And I'm just like, doesn't it seem like some anti like like it just seems like you're trying to snuff out uh, all these like competition and now that's why you have Congress starting to investigate all these big companies because it's like you have these big tech companies like Amazon, um, um, Facebook and etc. Where it seems like every time there's competition, they do whatever they can. Oh, that's why. That's why they, I didn't I didn't really understand what they were doing, but now it makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, because they're doing crazy. things like this under the cover. Because they're doing these undercover things where they're trying to like crazy. basically eliminate any type of competition. And it's like, like from someone that's dealing with cable vision with Optimum, I realize you need competition in this world. Competition is the only way you could keep people to give you a fair price and give you a fair service and keep working hard yo, without competition in this really, world complacent yo they really think there's some type of mon- uh, monopoly oh and, no, yo, no you cannot, and and you can't have a you can't monopolize y- your industry that's you can't that's just, you can't that's just a, a law in the and that's States. the thing you these tech people that. keep trying to like i said because they're like the first in whatever space they're trying to make it that they're the only thing in that space and it's like that's what you should see anytime there's anything that comes up they try and buy it they may buy something not just because they want it but because they just want to get rid of it look at vine they bought vine and they said yo we don't even want this shit we're just going to get rid of it Poof, Ooh, Facebook, that's it. Uh, bought it. i think facebook had bought it and they just got rid of oh, it, wow. it like, Poof, we don't need this shit we just want we didn't want any competition with instagram you see the shit I'm talking about? This and that's the shit. And it's like, yo. I didn't even like, know they bought Vine. I think no, they I bought it. Somebody bought Vine and then they just said, boof, it's gone. It that was it. It did disappear. That was it. That was it. It was crazy that it disappeared like that. And it's just, that's what it is. And I'm like, you got to start realizing like a lot of these big tech companies, yo. Like, and like I said, I'm not saying they have criminal intent, but it's like greed. It's just greed where they're like, yo, we want all the money. We don't want anybody out here fucking coming up oh you 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 have a new tech startup you have this new app yeah, yeah, yeah. oh let's get him out of here <laughs> get out of yeah. here you're done so it's like you can't really fuck with it it's nope. it's something you really got to pay attention to it's just yep. it's sick that's why i'm like with trump out here like trying to do this tiktok ban it's like all right cool but let's talk about all these other shits it's yeah just, it's crazy in america man another day that's in america. america you gotta you gotta love it 
<laughs> I don't know what else it's to say crazy. about that. It's crazy. Between this, you got this ass clown trying to run for a second term. You got Kanye out here being fucking retarded, which I can't <laughs> deal with anymore. It's just I'm over it, man. I'm over it. The thing about the thing about uh Kanye and I was explaining it. My friend explained it to me. He's a big uh he's a big fan of Kanye. But you- then when he, after he explained it to me and then I, and I was speaking to my friend about it. The 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 problem is with Kanye and the problem is with a lot of a lot of other people is that people don't want to have uncomfortable conversations. conversations. Mm-hmm. And then and the then other thing is that yeah, and then the other thing is that people don't don't know how to be, or, well, don't know how to kind of not mince your words, but articulate your words. So yeah. in, in Kanye's in Kanye's case, we we got to see the 15 seconds of him talking about Harriet Tubman, and Harriet Tubman, he said, yeah. "Oh, uh, you know, Harriet Tubman didn't enslave, I mean, didn't uh, free 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 the the slaves, but." When you got to see the end of what he was saying, then you started realizing because that first fifteen seconds is bad. You know, it's bad. But what, <laughs> what he what what he was trying to say is that you know the slaves were you know fr- freed physically, but yeah. since they were so since they were so they had that 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 the muscle memory of of you know doing the the, the white man's bidding and doing this and doing that. Yeah. If well, you said other white people exactly, and then when they were free physically in 1865, and then they were trying to do their own thing, they were like, "Oh, I'm gonna go back and work, work for the white man." But if, if but in, instead of him articulating his words, he said it's he said it's, it, it sounded it's like almost like yeah, he said the sound bite first instead of sending saying like what he meant, and like exactly. you know, if he had worded it right. That was, that's my it's point. It's hard to use those words against you, but he worded it so poorly where you had nothing else but to judge him off of what he said. <laughs> exactly, and that that was Crazy. and that was his problem. But you know that's and that's a problem with a lot of you know a lot of us you know young people is that we have a hard time properly explaining how we feel about X Y Z thing. Yeah, yeah, and it just comes across like that happens you know, all the time. Even uh, even better example, I know that they were somebody was interviewing a dude off of the magic, Jonathan Isaac. I think it was Taylor Rooks. And basically, yeah. I guess he was one of the only players that didn't kneel for the, the national anthem during the shit. And he was just like, I guess, long story short. And these I, I didn't fully understand. And it's just because like back to what we were saying, some people aren't great, are great at articulating what their words is. But basically what he was saying was. He didn't feel that kneeling was going to do anything towards empowering black lives, blah, 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 or changing the name on his jersey, which, you know, deep down probably, yeah, I understand. What it does do is bring awareness to the issue. But I guess the way he worded it, he kind of tried to bring up, like, Christianity and how that's going to take care of everything itself. And I guess Taylor Rooks kind of just said, well, explain how that's supposed to happen. And he kind of, like, you know what I mean? Kind of just hid behind Christianity instead of answering the question. So and a lot of people kind of ripped him and said, yo, you're a coon, blah, 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 blah. And I think what really it was is just what he really wanted to really articulate was just that, yo, I think there's bigger things we could do besides just kneeling to actually, you know, deal with the problem at hand. And he didn't really articulate that very well, I felt like. And and yeah. I think so 
sometimes be these young people aren't prepared to actually, you know, speak out in public and give these answers for things that are complicated like this. Yeah, and then and then the the you know, in the younger generation, the Gen Z generation, they're the most you know, financially literate literate generation probably that yeah. I could remember. You know, so certain things that they, you know, the, the generation now has to realize that if you if you all want to go in the right direction and and do the right thing and you know make change and keep doing the things that you've been doing, you know, you just have to articulate how how you feel about that certain subject so it doesn't come across like, oh, you know. You know, I, I feel X, Y, Z this way, or you know, what I'm saying, or, or it it comes across like ignorance. So yeah, it's probably best to like, you know, not say nothing if you can. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's probably best to do that, but people don't want to do that nowadays. <laughs> yeah, they want to say how they feel. It's crazy, but yeah, I'm just hoping this NBA season goes smooth. Like I said, I want them to keep the social justice issues at the forefront. But at the same time, I want us to I want them to focus on the right thing. Like I think so much of like I know yesterday the Spurs played and so much of it they were focusing on like oh like Popovich and Becky didn't deal. And I was like honestly, it's gonna be villainized for that. That's not yeah, fair. and that's the thing. It's not fair. But Pop, he's old as fuck. Like I ain't nearly nigga. <laughs> he ain't gonna be able to get back. That and I, I like I was watching like Doc Rivers, he was like you know, he was like, oh, can I ask you a question in the media? And then the, the media was like, yeah, sure. So then he was like, you know, when I was kneeling for the, for those, you know, the, the Star Spangled Banners, two minutes. Yeah. So he was kneeling. He was like, yo, my knee was hurting me. He was <laughs> like, my knee was killing me. And then he's like, in his head, he was like, I don't understand how Derek uh, Chauvin literally yeah, kneed on this guy's neck for eight minutes. Exactly. Eight minutes. He was like, when it when it got closer and closer to the finishing of the of the Star Spangled Banner, he was like, he just rose up quickly because his knee was hurting him. Yeah. But this guy had his knee in another man's neck for eight minutes. Eight minutes. Eight it's minutes. uncomfortable. Yeah. So that means that 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 was premeditated. You can't tell me mm-hmm. it wasn't. It yeah. Was. No, it was done with the utmost intent. Like I said, it's just yo, that shit is so uncomfortable. And that was used trying to impose harm on the motherfucker. That's just what that is. But the shit, I, they definitely need to do more focusing on, like I said, things that we could do to like help improve this issue. And, you know, instead of focusing on who's kneeling and who's not. Like I said, I don't give a fuck who's kneeling and I don't give a fuck if everybody stands. I don't give a fuck if everybody kneels. It's just like, let's stop asking those dumbass questions. Let's focus on, you know, what can people do when they get back to their realities and their communities to actually help get motherfuckers out the mud. But yeah, man, I'm hoping I'm hoping the season continues and finishes. So far, everything seems good, man. But, you know, you never want to get too overly optimistic. You can't get lapsed and you can't get overly confident. Yeah. And I'm I'm pretty sure that Adam Silver, you know, will will keep enforcing that within his staff. And yeah. you know the other thing about it is that with him, especially is that I know he probably will never do this, but how how his stances is with with things and and how he goes about things, he's very very presidential. Very, yeah. I I notice that, and that's the thing that Stern didn't didn't possess. Stern was yeah. more about money, 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 money. 
Yeah, yeah. Adam all about Silver, advancing the league. But yeah, Adam Silver is more about the investment of the league. And and when I say presidential, I see I could see him running for being, president. Yeah, running for president. Yeah, he had 100%. he has he has he possesses the those demeanor. attributes and that demeanor that is very, very presidential. It is hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, no, I, I feel like that with anything. Anytime any like, major moments happen in the NBA, you know how some commissioners kind of shy away from shit. He's never shied away. He's always addressed it. He's had yeah, you know, head on, head on. Like you know what I mean. Like I could imagine if there was a malice in the palace, like today, he oh, would have a whole wild. announcement and be like, "Yo, yeah. this is unacceptable." Blah 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 blah. Even when you had the racist shit with the Utah fans. Yo, he's he's always out there. It's never like yeah. yo, he's hiding or like, oh, you go do this. You put you put out this statement. Yep. He's always his face is in front of the camera, and yeah, and that's what you need. And I think that's what everybody's starting to realize. Like I said, you could see within a, a couple moments who's a strong leader and who's not, because mm-hmm. it's all about what you do in a moment of crisis, not so much what you do when everything is going great and going mm-hmm. swell, but. Yep. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I hope the season finishes on a great note, man. And I'm hoping NFL is able to actually, you know, look at this and say, all right, what can we take from this and apply to our shit to make sure we can have a safe season and actually get it going. But time will tell. Time will tell. Time will tell. Before we get off, man, I had we had I seen this debate on Twitter all week and I had to get your opinion on this. People (laughs) were saying, so I guess. People were trying to create the, the the battleground for Usher and Chris Breezy to have a versus. Mm-hmm. And basically, Chris basically said, yo, I ain't going to lie to y'all. Only person I would have a versus with is myself. I don't see why I'd be competing against anybody else. No disrespect. And I said, yeah, I respect that answer. What is your opinion on that? Well, if a lot of people say well, Chris Brown would get washed in the versus against Usher. He, what he do you probably think? will. He probably will get think washed. So? And, I think, and I think it's more – I don't think he will get washed. I think he will – you know, because Chris Brown's been doing it since he was 16. Yeah. But the thing about Usher, Usher's been doing it since he was 16 too. People 100%. Forget about that. But the thing about Chris Brown is, is my opinion about it is that I, it's, it's a little – it's not a little bit. It's very, very selfish for Chris Brown – to say, you know, I don't care about y'all, your fans. I don't care <laughs> about the culture. I know you. I know you a Chris Brown fan. Huge Chris Brown fan. A couple of his concerts. I only went to one, uh, but yeah, continue. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't care about the culture. I don't care about the fans that have provided me the wealth that I have. Right, because that's hmm. essentially what happened. Never thought it's about like, it. Like you know what? Forget y'all. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do that. And I think that was very, very selfish on his on his part. It, it, it like like Jada, Jada and Fab. And I liked how Jada was a little tipsy, as we all know. But Jada goes, yeah. you know, I'm doing this for the culture. I'm, I'm not getting yeah, the check. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's all you know. And that's all that matters is that you celebrating. You know what I'm saying? Like you celebrating. You know this culture that is provided to you due to your fans and for them for him for him not to not to even you know take take his fans seriously or I didn't take it like that. I I didn't that's a that's a great take you're saying. I I I didn't really think about it like that. And I would say and I'm not justifying why he would think this way. I would almost say for him from his point of view he thinks 
he's too big to do this. Because I guess from the most part, what you've been seeing is it's been, I don't want to say has-beens or lesser stars or aging stars, but for the most part, it's been aging stars. It's never really been like, you know, it's been a lot of people who like we forget about in the background. And I feel like he kind of in his head said, yo, fuck am I doing a versus for? Like, I'm still relevant. But I don't think that's the way he's supposed to take it. And maybe if like, you know, there was a bigger star. Like, I guarantee you, if they had said, yo, how about versus with you and Drake? Like, he'd be like, oh, hell yeah. Like, he would be all in that shit, 100%. But I just think, you know, he felt kind of that the fact that people were inviting him to do a versus, that means that, you know, he wasn't relevant or nor was he at the top of his game. I think that's the way he take it. But I don't think he should have taken out taken it that way. I agree. But was yeah. Usher a fair opponent for him? I think he's bigger than Usher, in my opinion. I think a lot of people would agree. Some people wouldn't. But, you know, I don't know. You know, it is what it is. Like, I look at it like, yo, Chris Brown's at one of the highest levels. He's been doing it for so long. He's had so many hits. It's almost like you're going to have to get a big – You're gonna. I think it, it would have to be some big, big shit for you to pick Chris Brown against somebody. That's all I'm saying. Mm. It wouldn't even necessarily need to be another R&B or pop superstar. It just had to be somebody that, you know, coincide. But I, I, I hear you, though. I hear you. Very. But, there, but then, but then the, the funny thing is, is that, you know what I'm saying, like they they versus followed it up with, oh, let's put together two chains and Rick Ross, which Rick is, Ross. it just doesn't, it doesn't pull my, my heartstrings. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, yeah. Well, for one, it's like to be honest, it's it's okay. Like they're both big artists. Like I'm not taking away anything from either of those guys, but it's like I feel like they don't stand the test of time. Does that make sense? Like they don't have the longevity that some of these other artists have had. Is that yeah, fair there's to no, say? there's no, there's no longevity, especially with, we gotta, with two chains. Like we got to separate his titty boy shit from his two chain shit. Like you know what I mean? It's like is that really? It, it, I feel you. I feel you. And I feel you. And like I said, I guess as it gets more popular, we hope that eventually, like, you know, we get, you know, artists of higher magnitude to do it. But I guess Chris just felt like he didn't want to be the first. But hopefully, you know, you get someone that's big and say, yo, I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I say big, I mean, like, icon status. But we'll see, yeah. man. We'll see. I think uh, people people are calling for, for Hove, but... I'm I like, <laughs> like when 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 they made that switch from Instagram to um to doing it on uh Apple on Apple, I was yeah. like, oh oh maybe yeah, maybe Hove would do it, but but in the back of my head, I'm like, nah, he has nah, a title shit. He, yeah, he ain't, he ain't gonna do it. Yeah, he, <laughs> he definitely ain't gonna do it. He has his title shit. Yeah, it's tough, man. And I, like I said, we will have to wait and see. Like I said, I hope it grows. I think it's been probably one of the better things that's come out of quarantine. But yeah, and I, I don't have no heat on Chris Brown for denying to do it. I, I think, like I said, I think he tried to explain it in the least dickhead way he could. But I felt like at the end of the day, he seemed like a dickhead. And people that don't like him, so it's going to continue to feel that <laughs> he's a dickhead. Yeah, he is. But, so good, yeah. Yo. Yeah, man. Ultimate hood nigga, but he's also sometimes the ultimate dickhead. 
But uh, before we get off, anything you want to leave the people with before we sign off? Dang, yo. So I know the last time I was on the ones and twos, I didn't say nothing. I didn't say, I didn't bring anybody to the pulpit, but I have two musicians that need that ASAP. They need to come to the front. One Jesus. needs to get deported, and that's um, <laughs> oh Mr. Daystar Peterson. Daystar. He talk about needs to get deported no, ASAP, no, yeah. no Ferg, or yeah. Rocky. I did not know. I did not yeah. know. I was that much taller than Daystar Peterson. I did not so, know. So, Mr. Daystar. <laughs> yeah. Daystar. So, th- what happened was is that it was it's Daystar. A, it's a Daystar production. Quarantine. 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 So, Dave saw. Megan the Stallion and Meg Kylie Stallion. and Kylie Jenner, right? So these three that's a bad mix when you pick Kylie bad Jenner mix. and then So they were at <laughs> Kylie's house. They were at Kylie's house and they were they were you know chilling and having a grand old time and you know what I'm saying? So then what happened was is that Daystar was flirting with Kylie with, with, with Kylie. Kylie was heard- flirting was with like, Daystar. Like- so then, while they were flirting, Megan was getting jealous. Megan was intoxicated with, you know, alcohol. So alcohol. Megan and Daystar, Megan and Daystar have been, I guess, messing around for a while, which is crazy to me. So, so the thing, so the thing about with with Megan, Megan is five ten. Daystar is five three. Megan's five ten and thick, so she's looks like she's borderline six Gigantuan. feet. So then, the, so then the, the thing about me, the, the thing that puzzles me is that with women is that if he wasn't a celebrity, there was oh, no way he was getting played. <laughs> no way. And this is what I was telling Alexandria, but she was telling me some other shit. I was like, yo, just be real. Be real. Just say it. It's okay. Say it. Say it. It's okay. So what happens? They go in the car. Kylie was like, yo, get out, get out of my house, yo. Y'all are fighting old and blah, blah, blah. So they, they get in the car. They're driving around. They get in the argument, you know, and they saw was like, yo, stop playing with me. Don't test my gangster, blah, blah, blah. What does he do? <laughs> he shoots at the floor of the car to scare her. Instead of shooting at the floor of the car, he shoot, he shot both of her feet. So then uh-huh. here we go. So now, now you're looking crazy on the yard because Megan got out. Her foot is bleeding all over the place. I, I saw the video. It's the just sad to it's watch. Tough to watch. It's, it's yeah. very tough and it's sad and and it's sad. And she gonna laugh from me. Yeah, she's gonna. Yeah. She's young. Fifty she's was young. bullying and and he's a bully. Uh, Fifty yeah, got to pick his spot. Bullying. That's 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 corny. Don't me. bully females, man. Don't bully females, man. And I and I always and I always say this about about black women. Black women are the most shitted on. Yeah, and less marginalized, you know, humans in the world. Yeah, 100%. so so for them to to go through that, you know, as a as a woman, and then seeing it play out on yeah, you know, everywhere in the world, and then black men especially are just going after her and creating these memes. That's not funny. This is, yeah. To me personally, it's corny. It's, it's very it's, corny. It's, it's very corny. corny. And like I said, I think that's why, like, so much of the people, like, especially in the industry, you see, it's like, it's too much fake love. Like, everybody want to act like they're cool, but everybody not really down for you. And I think she's starting to learn that now. It's like, everybody not your, all kin folks ain't your skin folks. And it's like, yo, he ain't your, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. He probably came on 
But, you know, you got to just know who's really there for you and really, like, understand what people are like outside this rap shit. That's why when I, whenever I see these little celebrity relationships, I always kind of, like, I kind of make a face at it because I'm like, yo, you don't really know who they are. Like, you know as, about, as much about Kylie Jenner as I know about Kylie Jenner. You know Kylie Jenner, the influencer, but you don't know what she's like at the crib or when she's not got a camera in front of her you know what i mean so it's like so much of that time they consume that shit and i feel like so many times these celebrities are fans to other celebrities that they realize that they they forget that they're just regular people like me and you regular people regular people do the same functions that you and i do yeah it's it's crazy and then the the other person that needs to come to the front is my man Smokey. now Smokey robinson for people Smokey. that don't know, Smokey Robinson was very popular. He was Smokey part with of the, the hazel eyes, right? The hazel eye, light skin, you know what I'm saying? You know, a handsome dude, pause, you know, but he's he's a handsome dude or whatever. He's probably in his 70s, so probably like 20, let's say 2005, 2006, he came out with this, with this song and a video with it. And then in the song and the video, he's basically singing about, you know, uh, you know, you know, hoods, gang banging, and how they're killing each other, and Jeez. I guess it had to be. It, it could not be a, a a black brother, or it couldn't be a black woman that helped him make this video because it was so bad. And I implore <laughs> everybody to watch it. It was so crazy what I was watching. It was hilarious, but he was. I guess I I see where his vision was, but it was it just fell short <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want everybody to watch it, but it was it was hilarious. So. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus! That's funny. That's that's all I had to say. Quality, quality way to end the show. But yeah, man, <laughs> smoke, smoke, get your shit together, Megan. Stop messing with these short niggas. Mess with short niggas. Five, five three. Come on, I'm, I'm 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 five eight and a quarter, Megan. Like you could holler at me a couple five, of years three. ago. Yeah, I mean, like, come on, Meg. I would have been low key too. Me, that's what I'm saying. Like you with Daystar Peterson, and that's my thing. <laughs> come on, he probably she probably ain't even. And that's how little about him she know. She didn't even know his name was Daystar. Was Daystar. Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Daystar Peterson. Come on, son. Yo, he gonna have to do a total like name change and everything. Like his brand, he can't be Tory Lanez. He gonna be oh. an undercover artist. Yeah. <laughs> D star, D star. Kalani was like, I'm taking off his verse. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we yeah, fucking losing, but yeah, you man. I wish I could best. She's gonna bounce back. I don't know if we can say the much said the same about him though, but uh, it is what it is, man. But uh, if this guy could bounce back, maybe he can. Who knows? Yeah, you're right. It's America. <laughs> it's America. <laughs> but yeah, man. I ain't got really nothing to say, but yo. All you people out here, stay, keep your fucking mask on, get tested, uh, start planning these next couple months because the government don't got your best interests at hand. So, yo, all you motherfuckers I see outside copping the hookahs, copping oh, the, the what do you call that little bottle, that class A Azul, whatever the fuck that shit is. Y'all buying that, that shit off with y'all with with unemployment checks. Put that shit in your pockets, yo, because we ain't done yet. <laughs> and they about to cut off y'all funding. And I'm telling you, jobs out here are scarce. scarce. The same job that laid off 10 people, probably only hiring three back because they probably mm. like, yo, we probably didn't really need 10 to begin with. So put that thinking cap on, save your chicken on, start reinventing yourselves, start planning for how you're going to come out on the other side of this shit 
trending upward. That's my words of wisdom. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got, man. I appreciate you for coming on as always. We're going to definitely yeah, have man. to do another one in a couple weeks. And uh, hopefully, you know, we're not at war and hopefully, you know, <laughs> no civil war. Yeah, man. I don't know what's next, man. But it is what it is. Uh, for those of you guys that don't already do so, yo, follow me on Twitter at Elijah R. Taylor and at TWNYC Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Elijah R. Taylor again and Wavy New Yorker Podcast. Your boy Elijah. This is a kill. We appreciate you guys for listening. Peace out. Peace.